I think we can get more fulfillment or, or you can feel more fulfilled when you start to look at how you can serve others. So there must be something that you're really good at and you have this skill which you can help other people with. And so what you can do is to improve that skill and do something with it to help others with. What's up, guys? This is Project Reloaded with another great episode. Today, we have a special guest, Kasumi Chris, the YouTuber, and we'll be discussing kind of self-help topics and discussing, you know, finding your destiny and things that she would, you know, advise the viewers and things of that sort. So let's just get right into it. Introducing uh, Kasumi Chris or Crystal. Uh, what do you have to say? Well, yeah, my name is Crystal. I have this uh, YouTube channel called Kasumi Chris, where I basically am finding what feels good for me and I'm sharing that along the way. Um, I've been doing this for several years already and uh, still enjoying it. And uh, I myself have a part-time job, I live with my boyfriend and uh, having uh, a really nice life. <laughs> Yeah, and she's also a ebook publisher and a health and fitness guru, I'd say. And yeah, probably much more things. So getting right into it, though, uh, the first question I wanted to ask was, you know, what first inspired you to kind of do YouTube videos and self-help guru videos of sorts? Uh, what first got you to want to do that? Um, yeah, so... Um, it all started when I went on vacation and I went to Japan and I filmed a lot and I wanted to make vlogs and upload them to YouTube. That's how my YouTube channel got started basically. And from there on, people started asking me questions. Can you make a video about this and that? And then it evolved into, um, my vegan journey from there. Right. started making video about veganism and uh, from there it led uh, through all other types of topics and I found that um, yeah building a community with like-minded people and also with people who have completely different uh, mindsets and thoughts was really interesting to me and uh, so that's why I kept on going with it so you mentioned your vegan diet and then I also saw on your channel you eventually transitioned back to eating meat so which one do you think was like better for your body and you know how was the transition also and why did you decide to go back uh yeah so in the beginning i went vegan um because of health reasons then i watched a documentary about uh, animal slaughtering and I went 100% vegan. I, I felt <laughs> yeah. pretty much brainwashed uh, looking back. But in the beginning, I did feel good. And I think that was because I stopped eating processed foods. Uh, at that time, I didn't um, thought that was the case. But now looking back, I clearly can see that that was the case. I stopped eating all processed foods and I saw my health uh, getting better. But it wasn't like that I, w I ate a banana and instantly feel good. That was right. not the thing. Because I can now compare it to the 
over the years, I felt really bad. My health declined. I got really depressed and I just saw it in my appearance that I wasn't doing so well. And the day that I ate an egg and butter, I literally felt better. I felt my whole body just, I felt more calm, uh, more grounded. I felt this weird tingly sensation through my body. It was as if my body got nutrients again. So when I compare uh, the beginning of my veganism and the beginning of eating animal products again, there was definitely a, a physical sensation that I didn't felt when instantly when I went vegan, but over time I felt a little better. So from my whole experience from going vegan to back to eating animal products again, I know for myself for sure that we need to eat meat, we need to eat animal products in order to really become our best version of ourselves. Yeah, and I thought that was pretty interesting as well. Um, I think I may have seen the same documentary you're talking about, mm. and it was very convincing. And yeah. I even tried it, I think, for like a couple weeks, but then I went to like vegetarianism. Uh-huh. And then from that, I was just, I did that for like, I think, six months. And I was actually losing a lot of weight, probably because I wasn't portioning correctly. Also, eventually I went back to eating meat, but this time uh, grass-fed meat most of the time. And I've noticed that's definitely helped a lot um, in, in my health journey. My dad is a lot, has a lot to do with that for health-wise. Like he's really into that stuff. My sister is as well. What, what do you think you would recommend like, to people who are like, basically, they want to change, but they don't know where to start. They're eating okay, but mm-hmm. a lot of times they get influenced back into processed foods because it's easier or like they don't feel like cooking. Or um, I would say to start questioning the things that you do daily and the things that you think about. When you start questioning these things, you don't have to have a direct answer, but it starts to open up your mind about other possibilities. And also you can reflect actually on the things that you do. So you're not really doing it like a zombie or a robot anymore. Right. So I think that's the the first step you should take is just answering or asking questions to yourself. Uh, Another question I did want to ask was, um, where do you think people could start if they're struggling with that today? Um, I would say to look at the amount of processed food they're having. So everything that is in plastic packages, everything that has a list of ingredients that you don't even know where they come from, um, foods that are yeah, highly processed, highly with a lot of uh, artificial sugars in them, check how much of that is in your diet currently and reduce that. I think instead of making uh, it too difficult for yourself, uh, searching up recipes to eat healthier or um, getting the latest superfoods or going to health food stores, just check what you're currently having in your diet. If it's processed stuff, try to take it out of your diet and then see how you feel and then go from there. Yeah, I like that a lot. I I think a lot of people kind of forget the fact that food has a big part of like your mood and 
everything in life because you know what you what you take in is what you put out and sometimes people forget like they think oh it's just food oh you know i could eat whatever and be fine mm -hmm. but we evolved with whole foods and you know whatever was from nature so i feel like that's uh, a very important thing how did you actually feel uh, when you went vegan vegetarian and then went back to eating meat again well At first, when I started like just straight vegan, uh, I couldn't do it. it. I lost too much weight and I'm trying to gain weight, mm -hmm. healthy weight. Uh, and then when I went to being a vegetarian for a little while, I tried it and, you know, I, I had energy. I felt like I was healthy, but I wasn't getting the results still, even if I mm -hmm. ate a lot. If I was working a lot, then it would kind of just minus out versus you know the diet i have on now if i'm doing a lot of activity i kind of can maintain my energy for longer periods of time mm -hmm. and um, maintain my weight as well that's what i've definitely noticed all right big difference mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i did want to get a little bit into your ebook situation so what first kind of inspired you the book is called uh what was the name of it quit porn Yeah, it was a very simple title, I remember. Mm -hmm. um, what originally, like the original thought of that, was it the NoFap community or? Uh, yeah, so I did, I started that uh, the challenge of NoFap and I noticed that it had much more benefits than I thought it, it would have. I thought it was just a challenge and see how long you can go and then I would just go back to normal again. Mm -hmm. But uh, I noticed that, removing porn or pornographic images from your life actually really does something very positive to your mindset, your brain, the way you speak to people and, and just your thought process in general. And there was something really powerful about that because I noticed that so many people in the world just think it's really normal. Uh, you do that because you're young and um, they they don't see no harm in it, and I really think otherwise right now. It's really something that yeah almost toxifies your brain to right. say it like that. And uh, yeah, once I took that out of out of my life, I, yeah, I just saw so many benefits, and I wanted just to share this, and uh, that's why I also made an ebook. I got a lot of people asking me if I could write a book. And I was really hesitant first because English is not my first language. And especially with grammar and writing, I'm not really skilled at that. And I definitely want to improve myself, but I did it anyway, because I thought there would be some information, something that I knew I could help others with. So that's why I wrote a book. And yeah, I wanted to share this message with as many, many people as possible. I feel that it also reaches like a different group of people as well that it was available for, which I think was a really good idea. But I, I also believe like what you've done on YouTube has had large ripple effects as far mm -hmm. as you know changing people's lives uh, for the better. A lot of young men statistically are on YouTube. So them looking through self-help videos, uh, that's like the main the main group who, who has the problem the most. Mm -hmm. So I feel that you've definitely created ripple effects that have helped young women as well as many young men uh, on your YouTube platform. I, I definitely noticed. Um, I just, I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. And I also wanted to 
kind of ask for where should people start with that as well? Where do you think people who struggle with that should go first uh, to start to work on themselves to kick that out of their lives? Yeah, I, I, I would say if the person knows itself, it is not too severe. It's not a an addiction that is controlling their whole lives. Because if it if that's the case, you should definitely seek professional help and not just look like, of course, YouTube can help and people, their experiences will help you out. But if it's right. really severe, look, profe- look for professional help. Otherwise, there are tons of uh, websites, forums, where people are discussing and helping each other with NoFap. There are many videos of people sharing their experience and how to do this process step by step. So definitely uh, listening to some of those can really help you out and already like inspire you to take the first step of making a small goal for yourself as in a week of no uh, pornographic content and see if you can, can manage that and just start from there. And then for the person that would continue their progress but they have struggles with relapse what do you think they should do yeah i would mm, say to definitely take a different approach because if you're doing the same thing over and over again and it results in um, failure or something negative or in you yeah not achieving your goal then you have to take a different approach because your first one is not working so if you find yourself to constantly uh, on the seventh day because of this trigger or whatever uh, to relapse, you have to look into what made you trigger and then remove that out of your life or um, do something else on that time of day that you find yourself to be uh, most susceptible to uh, relapsing again. Because if you don't change that, you will fall in that cycle over and over again and you will get nowhere. And then you feel like, oh, this is too hard. I cannot do this. I cannot progress with this so you kind of blame um yeah other things outside of yourself that it is not possible to do nofab how can somebody even do this oh you have to look at yourself see where you have done something see where it has failed and try to change that and try to go for a different approach i i do think uh people do blame other things to try to say oh it's too difficult, things like that. Yeah. Especially sure. I wanted to get into kind of digital addictions and, you know, phone usage is a big part of that. So do you think that has like a tie-in with that struggle? I think so. Because we are it almost feel like feels like we cannot be without our phone or digital devices. They are on us twenty four seven almost. And they're you can get exposed to so many things and from so many messages just that I've gotten and I've I've been on the phone with a lot of people as well. They they talk about how a lot of times their phone is their downfall, that they're bored and they will lay on the bed and they will scroll and they will find this picture of, of a girl and that will start that loop downwards into into watching pornography and masturbating. And it mostly yeah, it mostly ties into these devices, so they're definitely a big problem. So I can definitely, I can definitely imagine that going for a cleanse from your digital devices for about a week, or or reducing the time that you spend on it, can majorly help your process. Yeah, I I agree with that too. And by the way, uh, how did you get into NoFap? Did you find it online? 
Uh, it it was YouTube, I'm pretty sure, and then I've kind of discovered the benefits of it and other sorts too, like cold shower benefits, things right. of that sort. But the main one, definitely, uh, no fab. When discovering it, you know, it was it was very difficult at first. Um, you know, coming off my earlier teen years, mm-hmm. it, it was difficult. You know, like you were saying, like I would go like seven days, and then oh, you know, I can't do it. But eventually, it it got easier and easier as time progressed and then eventually it was like I don't I don't need this anymore you know why do why do I even do this and it came to that point where I was just like I could totally kick this I don't I don't need to struggle with this anymore you started questioning yourself about it indeed yeah when in the middle period of like trying to kick it there were struggles and it, it was more of like oh trying to justify something that wasn't good for me like oh i'm going to have this hamburger every day but like it's okay because other people are you know eating hamburgers same type of thing mm-hmm. it's like trying to justify it that was like the middle part where i struggle the most mm-hmm, i see well yeah going from there um do you have any other questions uh for me or anything else you want to discuss Yeah, I would like to know also what other things you have done for yourself to self-improve. So you did NoFab, you you uh, looked into your diet, you started cold showers, what else? Mm-hmm. Um, definitely fitness. I think we haven't touched up on that in this episode yet. Mm-hmm. Fitness, I started weight training in high school, like sophomore year, and then every year after I've done it. And that has pretty much changed my life a lot for the better. I feel like fitness for people is something that should be in everyone's lives and should should have a routine as well. Like you should have a you know set amount of times a week and set aside time or just find time to to work out to do some type of exercise regimen. Um, whether you're trying to just be more healthy, more have more energy, things of that sort, that's definitely changed my life for the better. Um, I'd say. So, so you feel like it was very beneficial to start working out. Did you do kind of sports when you were younger as a kid? Not necessarily sports, but weight training um, in high school. Started early. Mm-hmm. I think you've done fitness on your channel a little as well. Yeah, yeah. I uh, made videos about it when I went to the gym. Sure. Mm-hmm. But I think you focus more on self-help, um, not too much on, you know, explaining routines and that type of thing yeah exactly like i uh took my camera a couple of times because people wanted to know what i did in the gym exactly but i don't uh, put my main focus on it because i also don't feel like it's the one of the most important things in my life and also at the moment not i do find you have to move you have to move your body mm-hmm. you cannot like sit around all day but um and in any way That is, um, yeah, good for you, movement. So I wouldn't want to, uh, how would I say, only push the gym, for example, on my on my channel and also not make it um, a big thing, mm-hmm. if you understand what I mean. So yeah, not making my channel fitness uh, related, but I will show here and there right, if, right. I, if people ask about it. Mm-hmm. I think we touched up on... Pretty much everything self-help. 
uh, I think the only thing we kind of left out was more of like financial stability. And that's something recently I've wanted to do more content on um, just kind of, you know, young people trying to find financial stability, you know, early on, rather mm -hmm. than putting it off and, you know, wasting time on other things, it can kind of leave them trapped in the future, you know, with debt and that sort of thing. Do you have any advice on that aspect? I guess more on like career advice? Yeah, for sure. Because I've struggled with that for a big part of my life. And I think actually in the last year, I'm getting better at it. I've always consumed content of yeah how to be financially stable, but I never really applied it until the last year. And that is when I saw uh, difference because I also came from a family where they always kind of talked uh, poorly about money and we didn't have enough and there was always this scared mindset about it and yeah. I had to shed that for uh, several years because I do want to increase uh, my income I do because I want to be financially stable for my family to help whenever they're uh, they need it. So that's that's a big drive for me. But it indeed, it is very important to already start young with that. And if you have any blocking beliefs about it, to try to unlearn them and learn other ways of thinking about money. Because, for example, people think that money is uh, a majority of the people, I could say, think negatively about it. People with a lot of money are bad people or yeah, yeah. Uh, they have these kind of kinds of beliefs. And I think those are dangerous because they block you from success that you can have mm -hmm. and the stability that you're looking for. So definitely learning, learning about money can already help you out with that. Right. I completely agree with that. And I feel that when people are less fortunate or in less fortunate situations where, you know, they can't, you know, poor pretty much, they kind of have to focus on money because they have to provide their needs and things like that. So it's always a grind for, you know, trying to get enough to eat or pay the rent or that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So it kind of ends up having a negative outlook on it uh, later in life, I feel. But it can it can be shed, like you said, um, pretty easily, I think, with just the, the right mindset coming at it um, and learning about it. But I, mm -hmm. I do agree that being poor and then having also a negative mindset about money that, you know, everybody who's rich uh, is greedy or that sort of thing. It can restrict people most definitely. I agree. So everything we kind of talked about boils down to the life that we deserve to create for ourselves. Basically, what, whatever you put out, you will get out of life. So do you have any quotes or things you would want to say about destiny and creating it in general um, that you would like to share before we close out? Mm, yeah, I would like to say something. It's not really a quote, but something that I've been experiencing lately and which has made me more, more of a whole person um, is that really uh, sometimes also look outside of yourself because we are also really busy, especially in this time and with YouTube and everything, uh, only looking at ways to improve ourselves mm -hmm. and only focusing on ourselves and finding ways to, yeah, that only look in towards our own. But 
um, I think we can get more fulfillment or, or you can feel more fulfilled when you start to look at how you can serve others. So there must be something that you're really good at and you have this skill which you can help other people with. And so what you can do is to improve that skill and do something with it to help others with. Because I think when once we start looking at how we can help others, we take we take our mind off everything, for example, that is bad about ourselves. Or that we think, oh, I need to improve this because I don't feel good about that and la-di-da. But once we start looking at how we can help others, I think it will make you feel a lot more content and happy about yourself because that also makes you happy when you help someone else and it, and they're happy. So I think just uh, taking a step back from all the self-improvement sometimes and seeing what you can help others with. Yeah, I like that a lot. I, I completely agree. Sometimes I say that sort of thing just to remind myself like, you know, you should also, you know, you love yourself, of course, but you need to love love other people like you're loving on yourself as well. Yeah. Because uh, that's very important. I feel, I agree with you. And I feel that if people forget about that, they end up feeling like kind of, kind of lost at the end of the day because they're like, oh, what have I done with my life? They're so, you know, they're looking at it kind of emotionally in a way. It's only at themselves where... They, they're not looking around them at, you know, what do, do they actually have right now and what can they provide as well? Um, and I think that truly elevates someone's happiness at the end of the day. That's probably the biggest one. You know, they say like money can only bring so much happiness, but I think that's the thing that definitely changes your life for the better um, at the end. I do agree with that. Yeah. But yeah. I think, I think that wraps it up. Um, yeah, sure. Do, do you have maybe something you want to also share about the same? Um, I think that's it. I think that sums it up. Okay, cool. Then, uh, yeah, thank you very much for having me on your podcast. Mm-hmm. It's no problem. And thank you for coming on as well. Yeah. And right. yeah, thank you guys, everyone who's listening. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, stay tuned for more content in the future like this. And be sure to follow us on your desired podcast platform and also follow our Instagram at Project Reloaded for content such as sneak peeks and quotes. Perfect.